0: Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. And welcome to Today's Issues. You'll notice that I am not Tim Wildman. Tim Wildman will be here momentarily, and for those of you who watch on a regular basis, no, he is not getting popcorn he had something he had to do, said he would be just a few minutes late. I'm Ed Vitagliano sitting in for Tim Wilman. In the meantime, I'm joined in studio by Fred Jackson, news director. Good morning. For One News Now. And dot then com. there
1: were two. And then there were two.
0: <laughs> Steve Jordahl just pops in to give yes. some breaking news. Yes. We could I'll always. Be back. Yeah, you'll be back. You'll be back. Folks, if you would like to watch us do radio, and that is a thing. For a lot of folks, you can do that by going to either Facebook or YouTube, searching for today's issues, and then clicking through, and you can watch us. Periodically, I will wave because uh, my wife will watch, and uh, sometimes even my grandkids will watch, so I wave just in case they're watching. And if you're watching, we're waving to you as well. We love our viewers and our listeners, however you access American Family Radio, by the way, you can also access AFR via our AFR app. That thing is just exploding. People are listening to American Family Radio all over the country. Sometimes we find out all over the world as well. And so you can just go to wherever you download your app for either your Apple or Android device. You can also stream the audio at AFR dot net all right fred
1: what what's happening you remember during the election campaign uh the democrats attempted to sell their candidate joe biden as a moderate and and some people believe that i yep. mean he has a record in the senate for many years and as vice president and <clears throat> some regarded him as a balance to barack obama right when he's vice president but What we're seeing since he became president is something entirely different. Now, some people say, well, he's really being run by the far left. But I'm sorry, he's signing things into law. Yes. And, you know, we can talk about early signs of dementia and all that sort of thing, but he knows what he's doing. He's not being forced to to sign. No. He's in agreement with these. He's in agreement with this. All of that has an introduction to our top story right now because tonight... At 8 o'clock Central, President Joe Biden will make his first uh, joint address to Congress. Now, we're used to State of the Union addresses. You know, House people come over to the Senate chamber and or vice versa, and they all get it. There's over 500. Usually. Right,
0: 535. 535. Plus, there's all sorts of other folks at the State of the Union
1: address. They're up in the Supreme galleries. Court justices. I mean, yeah. there's all kinds. The yeah. places packed. <laughs> right. That will not be the case tonight. Only two hundred got tickets to go in, uh, because they're practicing social distancing. As someone pointed out, you know it's really interesting. They're they're doing this to protect people against COVID tonight. But during the second impeachment trial earlier this year of, uh, of uh, then President Trump, y'all come. Yes, <laughs> they all crowded in there. And uh, apparently the virus was aware it was an impeachment. Yes. Yeah. And so it didn't didn't show up. Yes. But tonight, all kidding aside here, President Joe Biden is going to continue what can only be described as a socialist agenda. And when we talk about socialism, we talk about big, big government being involved with your life. And one of the big things we are told that's going to be in this speech tonight is something that uh, the president and his people are calling the American Family Plan. That's a nice name. That sounds
0: delightful.
1: Yes, the American Family Plan. Now, that American Family Plan is not going to come cheap. About $1.8 trillion. Now, one of the big things in this is going to be universal preschool. Wow. Wow. You know, if you're spending money right now for child care, 600 $700 a month to send little Johnny Janie to, uh, you know, the child care programs when they're three and four years old to get them ready for school. Right. Uh, now the government's going to pay for it. Uh, that's one thing. Then two years of free community college. Wow. For everyone? Anyone yeah. who wants to go? Yeah. Free community college. $225 billion for child care. So, you take advantage of the preschool, uh, pre-kindergarten, it's not going to be free. And now, oh, daycare, child care, $225 billion of government money for that. And then monthly payments of at least $250 to parents. I'm not quite sure of the details on that last one. So, there you have it. This is part. Now, let's be very clear. This is an addition to... The two point three trillion dollar infrastructure plan that Joe Biden is pushing,
0: most, and, most of which, the majority of which, does not actually uh, is not actually going to apply to what we normally consider to be infrastructure like roads and bridges. Oh no, it's it's another wish yeah. list.
1: It's another wish list, socialist wish list. Anyway, uh, amongst those who are going to be uh, in the room tonight, there are a few Republicans. And uh, one of those is uh, Texas Senator Ted Cruz. He was on uh, Fox and Friends this morning uh, to give us his preview, his thoughts on what is going to be talked about tonight by the president's cut number one.
2: I think you can sum up the speech that we're going to hear tonight in, in three words. Boring, but radical. This is a radical agenda. Biden has handed the Democratic Party over to Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and AOC And in 100 days, we've seen some of
0: the most radical policies that have ever been implemented. We've seen the Keystone Pipeline shut down,
2: tens of thousands of jobs destroyed with a stroke of a pen. We've seen trillions of dollars of spending. And tonight, Joe Biden is going to propose trillions of dollars more. He's going to propose trillions of dollars in additional taxes. If you're an American, if you're working, your taxes are going up.
1: So there you have it. Yeah, that's that's the preview. Uh, Can I make a prediction of what he won't talk about? (laughs)
0: <laughs> I think I know,
1: but go ahead. Uh, about the situation at the border right now, a crisis, a disaster, a catastrophe. All- well, no, wait a second. In defense
0: of President Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris is in charge uh, of the border. Yeah. And you can tell that by all the... Uh, press she's press conferences she's had and the visits she's made to the border.
1: Yeah, tongue-in-cheek there, huh? Yes, tongue-in-cheek. tongue and tongue, cheek. Tongue
0: cheek Listen, this this is, by the way, we do want to welcome back uh, Tim Wilman, our president.
3: Uh, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, got out of the doctor's office, sprinted over here. That's and, good. Uh, You're not sweating? You're not breathing hard? No, but he wants me to. <laughs> <laughs> huh? That was his advice. Yeah, you need to start doing that more. <laughs> that's always that's always the the am advice. I, is it just my? No, I'm hearing something. You, am I yeah. reverberating? I'm working on it. Yeah. Uh, so this, I get my blood checked, and this is what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, I sound I, like. We could, like have, Darth
0: Vader. we could have said, Fred and I could have said, "No, I don't hear anything." <laughs> Tim, maybe you need to go back to the doctor. Yeah, we got some kind of issues. We got new, we got new headsets and new microphones, right. and we're and, and this is our maiden voyage, so we're right. working the the kinks out. But I, I wanted to mention, uh, Fred, that uh, one of the things that uh, you know that since Hillary Clinton. Uh, and even under the Bill Clinton administration, one of the things that Democrats have always pushed for is they wanted mandatory pre-kindergarten, uh, uh, f- pre-four uh, and, and five-year-olds. Yeah. It was that uh, pre-four uh, – I, I forget what they call it. But um, anyway, that, that never went over well. No. Okay. So now instead what they're doing, they're kind of doing the back door on this. They're saying, hey, listen, we will – Pay for your universal kindergarten, mm-hmm. and that way people will put their kids in preschool four- and five-year-olds voluntarily. Yes. So they don't have to say, we're going to force you to do it. Mm-hmm. We'll get you to do it by paying for it.
1: Yeah, and uh, some would say uh, that it allows the government uh, to have government control of your kids' Not starting in kindergarten now, but before. Right. And I'm, I'm not kidding, folks. Indoctrination can start before your child turns five. Right. Uh, indoctrination can start early. You can imagine uh, your three-year-old, your four-year-old going to pre-K, and l- kids were going to talk about how the earth is warming up today. Yes, or gender. Or gender and what's normal, you know. Yes. All right. of these sorts of things. Yeah. And the government is going to pay for all of that. And so like I said before, if you're uh, parents now and you're paying six and seven hundred dollars a month for daycare, now you're going to get it for and I air quotes here, free. Right. We know it's not free. Big big taxes increases are coming. And don't be fooled by they say, We're just gonna tax the very rich or we're just gonna tax corporations. Folks, that always filters down to regular folks like you and me. It does. It's going to filter down to, you know, Biden's programs on getting rid of carbon, uh, carbon industry, gas and oil. That filters down to the gas pump. That's just just one example. And the
0: capital gains tax of 43%, -hmm. okay, those corporations are going to pass that down. So even if you are on the lower end of the economic scale, Mm -hmm. okay, you're going to pay more at the grocery store or for a pair of pants.
3: That's right. You guys obviously – whoa, is that (laughs) – it's just uh, – got a problem here, don't we? Are you guys – I'm not going to talk i mean, We're gonna get this fixed. Okay. All right. <laughs> Hopefully. You just sit there and look good. <laughs> I've been told that before. Yes. Okay. Uh,
0: All right. Yeah. We we are we are working. We get we got something going on with uh, with Tim's mic. So we apologize for that, folks. This is this is a high tech operation. It really is. And when there's a little bit of a of a glitch, uh, our better. listeners hear it.
3: Is it better? Yes. Can you hear no, me in the back?
0: I, yes. Yeah. We can hear you. For my next song.
3: <laughs> uh, no. Uh, just just listen right. just listen to the words. Don't he, don't listen okay. to me sing. Here's uh you guys are talking about what Biden's going to announce tonight. Correct. That right. is mm-hmm. trillions more.
1: 1.8 trillion of, dollar program
3: of spending. Mm-hmm. This on top of his other what 4 5 6 trillion that we've got uh that he's
0: well 2.3 for the infrastructure
3: plan That hasn't passed yet, right? Correct. Some of these, okay. Here, here's uh in all seriousness. Here's what I think's going on here, and he's he's going to announce free. What did you say, Fred? Pre-K,
1: Pre-K for. I, I say of, free
3: in, in parentheses. But. Yeah, Pre-K. Okay, Pre-K. Um, here's what you got going on here, and you guys were just alluding to that. The Democrats want to have America dependent on the federal government for their income.
1: Yes.
0: And everything else.
3: And everything else. Right. So you get people uh, sometimes unknowingly, unwittingly uh, addicted to free money, Mm -hmm. so to speak, free programs. So Biden and company, and Ted Cruz was referring to Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders, this is their dream. This is their utopia for America, a socialist state. Right. And so the way you do that is it's kind of like – a drug dealer, <laughs> handing out, giving uh, drugs to, to people to get them addicted, and then they're a permanent customer, yes, so to speak. Mm-hmm.
1: Really, that's what's going. That's what's, exactly. going, uh, that's what's yeah. going
3: on here. I know that sounds sinister, but I there's no other uh, there's no really other explanation for what's going on. So anybody who uh, opposes this uh, program to hand out everything free to Americans you're opposed so you're opposed to childhood education yes for everybody that's right that's what you're opposed to and you call yourself a uh, an American that, that's that. how that, yeah that's how it's going to be framed and so you do have to have an adult in the room uh, to say listen we can't afford all this stuff forever trillions of dollars keep spending trillions of dollars furthermore it's un-american to, to uh, promote uh, uh, government um, reliancy, I guess, okay, for your sustenance. Is that the right word? Sure. Okay. So, you know, do you guys remember, and I know this is probably true in Canada, Ed, you grew up uh, in the same era I did, and I, you can hear our baby boomers understand what I'm about to say. Uh, there was a time in America where government handouts were shameful. I don't know if you is, it was in other words, nobody wanted to, uh, others to know right. they were taking uh, government money or what a handouts or something like that. Now, I'm not here to argue that there isn't a place for that, a safety net, if you will, for the poorest among us. Uh, we don't certainly want do our fellow Americans to starve to death right anything like that or, or to not be uh, have access to school, for example, But there was a a, 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 a cultural um, resistance to that because people had pride. Yes. People had dignity. They wanted to work for what they were given. Right. That is fading away Mm -hmm. in our society that what I've just described, and that's going to hurt us big time going forward if our economy doesn't completely collapse because – you're, you're bar, this is another element to this, that you're borrowing trillions of dollars that you never intend to pay back. Right. We never intend to pay Won't back. Won't be able to. Won't be able to. I don't know. So that so that's three minutes of telling you why Joe Biden wants to give everybody everything free yeah. is because they want to get us, uh, by us, I mean, the general American public, addicted to the federal government. Then... If you get them addicted, then you have strings attached, yes. right? Mm-hmm. What are those strings attached? Well, you must do A, B, C, D, E in order to get this money. And those things that they're going to prescribe that you have to do to get this money, in my view, are going to be socialist and communist. Yeah. communist, Communistic, Communistic I, I should say.
1: Well, and and we have examples of that going back to the days of President Barack Obama. You remember Michelle Obama decided what menu should be on uh, for public schools. That's what schools. I'm talking
3: about. That's a, that's a great example Fred. Right, yeah,
1: for Yeah, for public schools, you had to have certain foods. And we're going to cut off your money, school district, right. across the country right. unless you have this on the menu. Now, what we were able to find out was kids were dumping half the food that, they were, that was being put on their tray – to meet Michelle Obama's agenda, they were throwing it in the garbage because they didn't want that. Right. You know, it it was the kind of thing that, uh, okay, you're going to have, I have nothing against apples and oranges. But we're going to put that on your tray because Michelle Obama's demanding this. But you can't force the kids to eat the apples and oranges. They didn't want it. Yeah. They wanted their hamburger, their hot dog, or whatever the case may be. But that's exactly what you're talking about, Tim, is that you get people dependent on this. We talked about earlier this week about now Joe Biden going to extend the summer food program. Even though your kid mm. isn't in the school, They're going to, the federal government is going to spend hundreds of millions of dollars to feed the kids all summer. Yeah. More dependence yeah. on the federal government.
3: I'll tell you another example of this that we're all seeing across our country. Uh, and that is, uh, especially restaurants, but other businesses too, who have hourly workers, for example, mm. they are in a crisis. Yes. They cannot find people, even though they've got the demand, right. They've got customers. They don't, they can't find the workers because the workers are receiving more money from the federal government to sit on their rear end on their couch Yes, at home or I don't know, go fishing. Yeah. Uh, than they are if they were able to come back to work because the unemployment benefits that I think extend through September.
0: Uh, that's that's what we've been able to track down. So it, for some people, it's eight or n- nine hundred dollars a week, right? A
3: week, right?
0: And so that so like you said, business. So this can't is plan- how this.
3: So this is how this is framed. It's very clever on the part of the left, uh, really. Uh, and I used the word sinister earlier. And I'm not impugning all the motives of the congressmen and senators who wanted to help people because of the COVID uh, effect on our, on right. our economy. But that was, that was last year, quite honestly, uh, when we had the national emergency. Right. Uh, you, you continue to uh, hand out m- checks to people, and it, it de-incentivizes getting back to work. Then you're hurting these businesses right who can't find employees that hurts the economy and but then you have if that three hundred dollars extra that they're getting to unemployment because of covid right what if they extend that again they could what if they extend that again
0: well and and here's the thing that we've we've touched on this on the program people that we've talked to who are in business one individual i know who works with uh, is high up with a local factory. They have tried everything they know how to get people to come into work, big signing bonuses, jacked up the, you know, the salaries for them. Um, they can't find people to come in, can't even find uh, uh, truck drivers to to drive materials in from other parts of the country or inventory They were wanting to invest in their employees, and because they won't come back to work, now this company, okay? I could tell you the name of the company. People would recognize it. Now this company has said, fine, then we are going to invest in robotics. We are going to have robots do the work that people are going to do so when this unemployment does stop, a lot of these people aren't going to have jobs to go back to now they're going to be looking to the federal government to give them a guaranteed annual income. Mm. Okay? This is
3: Which is the dream of the socialist.
0: Yeah, because this isn't uh, what Fred was saying. This this was a great example with Michelle Obama, but uh, under President Obama, even more insidious was him telling school districts you could lose your federal funding for education if you don't promote the transgender ideology. Yeah. If you don't let boys Use uh, girls' changing areas and gir- and girls' restrooms if they think that they're a girl. You could lose your money that way. The mm-hmm. way in which these strings attached works, mm-hmm. we had probably haven't even
1: begun to dream of well, the things that they're critical race do. theory now. Yes. You must teach the kids critical race theory, yeah. or we're going to cut off your funding. Uh,
3: you're listening to Today's Issues. That's the name of the program here on the American Family Radio Network. Tim Wilman here with Ed Battagliano and Fred Jackson. Uh, I think it's important that people watch the response tonight from Senator Tim Scott from South Carolina, which will immediately follow uh, President Biden's speech, which he's going to give to, what, uh, 200 people? 200 people. Mm. Did you see uh, Rubio, mm. Senator Rubio from Florida? I thought he made a great... Did y'all already talk about this? No. There's we a... we
1: talked a little bit about the reduced okay. number, yeah. Oh,
3: well, here's what Rubio said yesterday. He said... You know, Nancy Pelosi, and I don't know who else controls this. I, I think it's Pelosi, basically, the number of people in the chamber, mm-hmm. that is the House chamber, to right. hear tonight. He said, I find it really funny how uh, Nancy Pelosi and and company could uh, get everybody in there to impeach President Trump.
0: Yeah, Fred did you, mention that. You did
3: mention that? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I didn't get to hear that. But he said, so COVID wasn't spreading when it's time to, uh, you know, to impeach President Trump, but a few months later, Shazam! Yes. All of a sudden, we we only need two hundred people in here because of COVID. That's right. Might be right. spread throughout the chamber, even though probably ninety percent of those congressmen are vaccinated. Right, right. So um, anyway, that's part of the political theater. Now, another another thing is uh, I don't know if you got. I know. It's kind of hard to uh, Joe Biden didn't know for his energetic speeches really anyway right. or coherence for that <laughs> matter and in, in, and lately even for its constitutional uh, muster but uh uh 200 people in a chamber in a place that holds 1600 that's kind of hard to build up your enthusiasm you know what I'm saying when you, here's what you hear, you know, from that corner and this corner. And then I guess the other half, Ted Cruz is going to
1: be in there, right? Yeah. Yeah, the maybe they're going to Texas. do what they do at hockey games now. Yeah. They turn up the fake sound. Noise.
3: The flag, the fake noise. <laughs> fake the fake applause. You think we'll have fake applause?
1: They, they, they is
2: have he,
0: crowd noise from Ohio State or something is, is, after a football. He, after he, after go, by the so. way, is
3: he going to come in like uh, like a State of the Union, yes. like presidents do, and yes. and then they, they're – shaking hands and high-fiving as they walk down i know uh, huh? no. Who's,
1: whose hands he going to shake Here's my prediction okay and vice president kamala harris is going to be close by she will wear a mask
0: well he'll oh, wear, yeah he'll wear a mask too until he gets up to speak
3: yeah but why doesn't he wear one when he speaks
0: well because nobody can hear him. that's
3: dangerous because he's projecting to those 200 people Listen, 200 feet away if
0: we could convince him to wear a mask so we can't hear a word he says i'd be right i'd be down for that
3: uh, all right we got uh, we got to take a break right here is abraham hamilton the third yes okay abe will be joining us momentarily On the next, Today's Issues. We appreciate hearing from you. If you can send us an email at comments at afr.net.
1: I pastor a small church, so I have to have a full-time job on the side. Uh, when I try to feed the flock, y'all feed me, and I thank God for y'all.
3: If you want to uh, watch the show live, you can go to Facebook or YouTube. Just type in Today's Issues and you can also access the stories that we talked about.
0: Don't miss the next Today's Issues, weekday mornings at 11 Eastern, 10 Central
3: on American Family Radio. What would it be like if every person knew that they were created in the image of God?
1: After two years in the making, American Family Studios proudly presents In His Image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality.
2: There are only two sexes, male or female, hormone blockers.
1: In His Image from American Family Studios is available now for free viewing. Visit inhisimage.movie. You're made in the image
2: of God. Hello Americans, I'm Todd Starnes with news and commentary next.
1: Virginia teachers take the lead in education with up to 64% off your graduate degree at Liberty University. This year has forced you to innovate, adapt, overcome, and you've not only risen to the challenge, you've crushed it. Now help education emerge from this crisis stronger than ever with your MAT or MED degree. Our transfer-friendly degree programs are 100% online and start as low as $282 per credit hour. It's our thanks for all you do for our future. To learn more, text TEACHER to 49595. That's TEACHER to 49595.
2: Art class at Sonora High School in California got political the other day. The art teacher displayed a revised painting of American Gothic. Instead of a farmer and his wife, it featured President Trump wearing a KKK hood and First Lady Melania Trump not wearing much at all. The assignment was to take something old and make it new, but I suspect this was really about bashing President Trump. Parents are angry, and the school district says they're investigating, but this sounds like yet another example of a far-left educator indoctrinating the kids instead of educating the kids. Jim Schultz has a child in the class. He tells KOVR politics does not belong in an art class. Imagine what would have happened had the art teacher displayed a painting of former President Obama picking cotton in the Mississippi Delta, you know, for the sake of modernizing art. They would have burned the painting right on the spot. I'm Todd Starnes. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except
1: through me.
0: American Family Radio. This is Today's Issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of Today's Issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of Today's Issues.
3: in our studio live stream. Check it out. Uh, Abraham Hamilton III uh, joins us each Wednesday at this time. Abe is the host of the Hamilton Corner each afternoon from 5 to 6 o'clock here on AFR. He's also a constitutional attorney, and we usually have him, Abe in to ask him questions relative to the United States Constitution and something happening in the news. Good morning, Abe.
4: Good morning.
3: Now, just for those who are watching us on YouTube or Facebook, Abe is still six feet tall. <laughs> but uh, we put him in a chair that reduces him to four foot nine. And so. <laughs> this was by
0: his choice. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: if you're wondering, what happened? Did Abe shrink? No, Abe is not shrunk. He's just a big Dorf fan and uh, likes to. No. All right. So, Abe, uh, we wanted to talk to you about a case. Uh, from California, the land of fruits and nuts, <laughs> uh, that made its way to the United States Supreme Court, which uh, I think is, we're, I think we're going to have a good result at the end. So I don't want people to think this, oh no, we're going to talk about something else bad that's going to happen that's California leading us into. And please understand, folks, I'm just kidding. We have, all of us know people in California who are good folks, American loving Christian people. But let's face it, California is whacked out lefty. Am I right? Right. Yeah. Can I get an amen? You can yeah. get an amen. You can't say amen in California. Yeah. You know <laughs> they won't let you because you've just spread COVID.
0: Well, you can. You just can't say it in a church.
3: No. Nor can you sing it. Right. <laughs> right.
0: <That's>
3: right. <laughs> okay. So, hey, what uh, what are, what are we talking about here?
4: Well, well, let me say this just for the Californians who may be listening. Yeah. There are some good things that are happening. The I mean, okay. Secretary of State came out and announced. That the threshold number of signatures required to recall Gavin Newsom had been met. Okay. Yes. Okay. So it seems like Californians will have an opportunity to rid themselves of Gavin <laughs> <"Tusome>, sleusome, Newsom,
0: Slewsome <laughs> Newsom in <laughs> November.
4: Yes. Because Los Angeles is not all of California. Now, right. having said that, the the, the the loci, you like that one? I know Ed likes that one. The loci of the fruit and nuts in California happens to be in the state legislature. And currently in this governor's mansion where they passed a law in the state that requires nonprofit organizations to disclose the identities of uh, their major donors. including their addresses. And I was going to add including <laughs> their addresses now the the law requires those nonprofit organizations to disclose that information to the attorney to the California Attorney General's office. The state of California Attorney General's office in turn, Revealed it all for the world to see, posted it on the Internet, put it in the cloud, a hacker's delight. And so you have nonprofit organizations who happen to solicit funds in California to they're suing. You have the Thomas More Law Center and you have the Americans for Prosperity Organization, both suing the state of California. The case has now reached the U.S. Supreme Court and they held oral arguments on this case yesterday.
3: What did the, excuse me for interrupting, what did the lower federal court rule? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is this the Ninth Circuit? That, in the, All the, the, the hippies? The district
4: court, right. Okay. The, the trial, at the trial court level, they ruled in favor of, uh, in one of the cases, because what happened is that they've consolidated two cases now into one at the Supreme Court because the issues are the same. So, and at the trial court level, the the trial court showed that the state of California had no compelling reason to require the disclosure of this information. Well, the Ninth Circus, as you pointed out, the emboldener of the land of fruit and nuts, uh mm-hmm. said no. California is doing just fine. They that's where the federal
3: judges we- wear nose rings and wear sandals.
4: Pretty much <laughs> Birkenstock, you know, that's how they do it. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> they, the Ninth Circuit the Ninth Federal circuit. Court
3: ruled in favor of the state of California that you that the that the state could uh compel nonprofits uh, non-profits to uh, make their donate their donors public,
4: and and again, it's their major donors, so it's the not major. all of them. But okay. once they reach a certain dollar amount, okay, it's about five thousand dollars. That's right, or, or higher. Yeah, okay. or higher, and so the attorney general's office posted all of this information on the website, on their website. You know, can I,
1: That's like doxing. Yeah, can it, you, it is. Can you speculate for us <laughs> the reason
3: for this law? <laughs> And then speculate what you think the United States Supreme Court will rule. Yes.
0: So I mean, I think it's pretty. Then speculate how we'll react
3: (laughs) to how the
4: Supreme Court. And (laughs)
3: speculate. Yeah. No, go ahead, Dave. So speculate. Yeah. Yeah,
4: It it seems pretty clear that the state of California um, is interested in prohibiting the influence of private citizens and nonprofit organizations who want to keep them from being able to raise money. That's Mm -hmm. the bottom line. Mm -hmm. Is to crush nonprofits in the state of California because in California they want the government to be the end all be all of everything. Yeah. That if it doesn't come through government then it cannot have ha, have a, a shake in the state of California. And cuz that that's what's going to happen invariably. I mean, this is the place where if you remember where proposition 8 that got the the Mozilla CEO yeah, fired, yeah. Brendan Icke. Yeah, because it came it, it was released publicly <laughs> that the the CEO of the tech company Mozilla at the time supported California's proposition 8 that simply said that a man and a woman is the only context for marriage but he, it, he only gave $1000. He only gave 1000.
3: But I think what Fred you're alluding to too and uh, Abe and, and Abe understand this but just want to make this clear. At least this is our view. Abe, I think it's your view. Uh, this is really designed in California by the state legislature there to uh, go after conservative groups and go after Christian groups because you're not going to be you're not going to be uh, Fired in California if you give five thousand dollars to PETA. That's right. Okay, that's right. You're not going to be fired in California from your job if you give five hundred thousand dollars to uh, LGBTQ causes. That's right. that's right. However, what the left wants to do, they want to find out who's given to the Christian groups. They want to find out who's given to the conservative groups, who so that they can then dox them, basically. Uh, it's be legal doxing, doxing, I mean, exposing their names, addresses, and such to the public so that they can be shamed Definitely. so that they can be so it will intimidate people from giving to Christian and conservative groups. That's the end game here. Yep. but from the California state legislature, uh, that law passed. it as as Abe said, it was uh, affirmed by the Ninth Circuit federal court, appellate court it went to the supreme court they heard oral arguments earlier yesterday yesterday
4: mm-hmm.
3: what is your sense whether this uh, will will be upheld by the supreme court or or rejected by the supreme court
4: I think the Supreme Court will strike down California's law.
3: Okay. And, I'm and going gonna, gonna to do a social distance clapping right there. You know, social I think, distance I'm do clapping. A, yeah, this is what the House chamber sounds like tonight. Uh, who, I don't know who's clapping for it. That'll be Kamala.
1: Yes. yes. that be
3: Kamala. Ford. That's your job tonight, Kamala. Yeah. Yeah. She.
0: I guarantee you that Nancy Pelosi will not tear up the speech. She's not going to tear it up, right. Ed? No. It anyway,
3: so that, that's that's. Uh, that makes my heart happy. Eh, hey, to hear happy. you say that. Yeah, uh, you think it, it'll be you think it'll be 9 to
4: 0 probably? It should be 9 to 0. I don't think okay. it'll be 9 to 0, but I wouldn't be shocked to see 7 to 2. Now um, this
3: won't be announced till the summer.
4: Right. This summer, June, most likely the, the mid to latter part right. of June is when we can expect uh the decision announced. why, why do you think the Supreme Court
0: will see this as an unconstitutional law?
4: Several reasons. One, you have over 40 different Friends of the Court briefs filed by a major cross-section of people all across all political groups, including liberal groups, NAACP, the Human Rights Campaign, ACLU. ACLU, They've Mm -hmm. all signed Friends of of the Court briefs saying, this is a bad idea, California. Then you have an additional 22 states' attorney generals, attorneys general who have filed Friends of the Court briefs as well. And then on top of that, the line of questioning at the oral arguments, including people like Justice Sonia Sotomayor, asking questions, and I have a, a summary of what she asked. Uh, <laughs> she said that a law She's like this— She's a
3: wise Latina woman, by the way. <laughs> yeah,
4: okay. uh, appointed by Barack Obama. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she said laws like this can cause people to lose faith in California as a state. That's what she really? said. She said that— That
3: was a statement, not a question?
4: Yeah, that was a statement that she I would made. agree with her if people yeah. were
0: actually, like, leaving California.
3: Oh, yeah. But they're moving
0: to California in
3: droves. Yeah, from Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) From Mexico. But but according to the U.S.
4: Census, they're leaving California. I was kidding. Uh, Yeah, I know. (laughs) But but Tim made a good point. Yes, he did. But, yeah, because of the cross-section of people who oppose California's law across the country, and even the the oral arguments we have, some of the more uh, regressive justices recognizing that this is a bad idea. Um, And it is what you said, Tim. Um, that is something that would be used to, to, to bludgeon Christians mm. wait, wait, I wonder
3: I wonder if I want to move on from this topic, but uh wonder if uh, this includes churches.
4: Well, that's an argument. In other words, if you well. give if you
3: give ten thousand dollars a year annually of uh, your that's your tithe, for example, for someone in California and you give it to First Baptist Church Sacramento, would that also be
4: uh As it subject? stands, the law excludes churches. But okay. in the land of fruit and nuts, all it takes is one amendment, and the next thing you know, right. churches would be in And that's yeah. how that often
0: happens. It is. The law is yeah. passed. Oh, no, no, we have an exemption. Right. And then the
4: follow-up is we amend it, remove the exemption. That's right. And that is the way the law is written right now, actually, that churches are exempted from it. Mm-hmm. Meaning that the law is generally mm. applicable, but there's an exception for churches, And, and just oh. like you said, Ed, how long will that exception be in place if it's oh, allowed
3: to stand? I want to ask you one other question, Abe. Uh, you don't know I'm going to ask you this. We haven't talked about it before except in some of our other meetings. Uh, by the way, you're listening to the radio program, Today's Issues on American Family Radio. I'm Tim Wellman, Fred Jackson, Ed Vitagliano, and Abe Hamilton joins us each Wednesday at this time to talk about legal issues and constitutional issues. Um We've mentioned, and uh, Fred's talked about, and we talked about daily, and you do on your program the threat that the uh, 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 what would you, they call themselves progressives. You call them regressives. They're they're secular uh, humanists, basically a socialist, Marxist with Marxist uh, ideology in Congress, and Biden has adopted their ideology as his own. Now he he hasn't always been this. Wacky left, but he is now. And, okay, now here's my here's my question. Really, uh, the only thing blocking Biden and Harris and Sanders and Warren and all them from getting their agenda uh, passed is Joe Manchin, the senator from West Virginia, and Cinema uh, from Arizona. What's her first name? Kristen. Kristen Cinema. Now, cinema doesn't get quite as much attention as Manchin, but they both have been public about uh, not wanting to kill the filibuster in the Senate. they they, they, those two, and there are others, but those two in particular are the roadblock for for, for these uh, socialists to be able to complete their agenda without any support at all from the Republicans. Uh, and don't even have to negotiate with them on right. anything. It's it's just. Expand the Supreme Court, add D.C. as a state, Green uh, New Deal, uh, uh, HR infrastructure, HR one federal takeover of elections. I mean everything, Mm -hmm. but everything, almost everything hinges on what Joe Manchin and Sinema do. Uh, My question to you is: Do you think they're gonna they're gonna hold up? Uh, That's a uh,
4: that's that's a good question. And and just for the listeners to understand, the reason why you are pointing out that. Uh, Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema are the holdouts are because they are Democrats. Yet they have gone on the record re- repeatedly at this point uh, opposing the filibuster being removed in opposition to the Democrats' desire to get rid of the filibuster so that they can push that Ramrod. Yeah, to ramrod the agenda as you articulated. So obviously you'd expect Republican senators in, in the U.S. Senate to oppose the Democrats' agenda, but the Democrat Party wouldn't expect Democrat senators to say, well, we're not willing to abandon the filibuster in order for you to get your agenda all the way through. So now to your point about will they hold up, it, it's going to be a challenge. And to date, uh, Joe Manchin has said he is going to, uh, he's not willing to get rid of the filibuster in order for the Biden agenda to be ran through the Congress. Uh, I think it remains to be seen. I would like to to believe that Joe Manchin and Christian Sinema are going to stand fast because, I mean, it is their agenda is, Right. It's, it's horrible. It's, right. I mean, the Green New Deal is actually in the infrastructure bill. <laughs> right. Like the infrastructure right. bill, only 6% of it actually deals with infrastructure. Right. The large majority of the rest of it is the Green New Deal. Yeah. And this is, these are the things they want to pass. So I want to believe that. And and it would be important for other people, I think, especially conservatives, to express their support to Joe Manchin. Right. Let him know that thank you for standing yeah. uh, on, on your principles so that he can have the type of encouragement. Because, frankly, you know, the... The hounds of hell will descend upon him to try to get him to change his position. Yeah. Uh, and if he changes, <clears throat> I, I think Kristen Sinema would probably change, too. Yeah. But if Manchin stands <clears throat> firm, that, that increases the likelihood, in my view, that Christian Sinema will stand firm. And if those two stand firm on not right. abandoning the filibuster, then the legislative agenda uh, will, will come to a screeching yeah. halt in the U.S. Senate.
3: Because the Democrats really have a uh, now what, what would be, what, an 18-month window? to accomplish what they want to, uh, I, I mean, the Democrats generally, obviously there are a few exceptions to what the right. Democrats who want to push socialism want to accomplish, all those list of items we mentioned a few minutes ago. But <clears throat> but all uh, early indicators are, are, are pointing to the Republicans taking back over the House of Representatives. If that happens, Nancy Pelosi goes to her ice cream and beauty parlor <laughs> in San Francisco, and uh, the Republicans take over all the chairmanships in the House. Yeah. There's only a six vote margin now.
4: Yep. Is That's that right? Correct. Yep. Yeah, six vote uh, margin. You and know with what? The, the redistricting, well, the Go U.S. Ahead. Census data that just came out actually even expresses the potential for that or the likelihood of that happening even further because you have numerous um, blue states who are losing congressional districts, and you have several red states who've gained. Congressional seats. So if 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 the census data and the traditional way that these places have voted follow suit, then it, it provides even a, a higher likelihood that you'll have more Republicans because you're going to have some Democrat districts that no longer will exist. Right. All
3: right. Who who has responsibility? I think it's the state legislatures, but you tell me. Uh, who has the responsibility for redistricting a state?
4: Most states, it is their state legislatures. Some doesn't
3: doesn't that give advantage to the party who's in power in right. those said state state legislatures? That's
4: exactly right. That's part of why the Democrats want to pass HR one because then that will no longer be done at the state level.
3: Because the states that gain seats because of the census and the redistricting are red states, uh, namely Florida, Texas. Uh, I think the
4: Colorado, Florida, Texas, uh, Montana gain seats. Uh, Colorado's not a. Bl- Red state, but Colorado is kind of
3: purple, but it's kinda more purple. more blue. But yeah. but but California lost for California the first time lost. in history, I think.
4: I- Illinois, California lost. lost. Illinois lost. New York. New York, lost.
3: Okay, so those those deep blue states lost to Ed's point earlier because why? Because people are leaving, right? right. Okay, uh, those those deep blue states lost, and those are going to switch over to to, to red states. The red states are controlled at least the state legislatures, by Republicans. So the Republicans are going to get an opportunity to redistrict their states, and they're going to obviously do as each party does when they're in control. They're going to do that to their advantage, right? So what you're saying is that could swing whatever uh, those eight or ten redistricted seats from blue states to red states to, you would think, Republican votes. It,
4: It has the potential to do that. And because the number of congressional representatives is going to say the same. It's going to be 435. Right, right, right. So that, That's
3: constitutional, that, That's right? constitutionally yeah.
4: required. So you're going to have less of that 435 coming from blue states and more of that mm. 435 coming from red states where there's, as you mentioned, only a six-vote difference right now. You, the Democrat majority in the House of Representatives is only about six votes. So by sheerly the change mm. in the districts, you could see a difference in that.
3: This is why Joe Biden and, and, and Harris— and Vice President Harris and Nancy Pelosi and and all of them, uh, all the Democrats are, are. This is why they are uh, moving so fast and furious with their agenda. They they know what we're talking about is likely to happen. That is, they're going to lose control of the House of Representatives uh, in eighteen months, or whenever that is, November of, yeah. November, of November twenty twenty two.
4: The, the the new districts will be sworn in January of 2023 so this is going to affect the November
3: right. 22 election right and uh, it's probably 50-50 whether the democrats will maintain uh, uh you know a uh, 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 the senate they don't really they don't they have the senate it's 50-50 now but they have the vote of the vice president so that's what i mean by maintain control so they know they may be now i don't want to say never but it's now or they may not get the Chance again to ramrod all this socialist liberal stuff onto the American people. That's why they're so. That's that's why the most powerful man in Washington D.C. right now is Joe Manchin, the senator. Legislatively, I mean, right is uh, the senator from West, uh, West Virginia, who's a Democrat, and the also the senator from Arizona, uh, Sinema, who's also a Democrat. All right. Well, Ape, thank you, my brother. All right. Thank you. Uh, see you this afternoon on the radio
0: okay see me okay we'll see
3: (laughs) that's Abraham Hamilton III joining join Abe this afternoon at 5.05 Central Time for the Hamilton Corner if you want if you want to send us an email uh, go to comments at AFR.net comments at AFR.net you're listening to American Family Radio next topic Fred all
1: right the nation breathed a collective sigh of relief we did today it did okay the Centers for Disease Control, the CDC, announced that when you leave your house, there are there's a possibility you won't have to wear a mask uh, by July 4th? Yeah, there's a possibility. Now
3: you are a promise. Yeah, if you you're are walking possibility, now, if you're walking <laughs> you down the promise. sidewalk
1: all by yourself, yeah, you don't have to wear a mask.
3: Okay, so now, says the CDC.
1: So says the CDC. Uh,
3: you so know what? <laughs> I, the TBW could have told you that a year ago.
0: The TBW. Yeah,
3: Timothy Bennett Wildman. Oh. <laughs> my center my center for yeah. science. Yeah. Yes. Could have told you that. Now a yeah. year ago, I'd have beat the CDC.
1: Yeah. Now anyway. The the president, President Joe Biden jumped on this a uh-huh. short time later after the CDC. He walks out of the White House, he's got a mask on. And as he was walking down the sidewalk to the podium, he unmasked. And so a reporter asked yesterday. Uh, Ask Biden, why he wore a mask out to an announcement that masks are no longer necessary? Why'd you wear, uh, and, and Tucker Carlson last night on Fox had, as you can imagine, much to say about this. Cut number three. If you chose to wear a mask as you walked out here, what message were you sending by wearing a mask outside alone?
2: By watching me take it off and not put it back on till I get inside. If you want to live in this country, you will need a vaccination. If you're the right skin color, the government will celebrate when you get that vaccination. But either way, you must get it. The vaccine works perfectly. Do not question that. Now, once you do get the vaccine, you must continue to live as if you didn't get the vaccine for the protection of people who chose not to get the vaccine. And if that bothers you, if you're any questions about why we're doing it this way, then you were a bad person and we must hurt you. So get ready to be unemployed, if not in prison, for reckless endangerment. That's a that, felony.
3: Now, what did what I didn't hear the first part of that. What did Biden say when he was asked about that?
1: Well, he was he was sending a signal.
3: And how did reporters even get to him?
1: Well, yeah. Well they Are they were, yelling? They they're yelling, yes. Okay. Yeah, the podium's up there. But he, in a in a moment of integrity he basically said i did this for the cameras i wanted the world to see me as i left the doors of the white house removing my mask he
3: was virtue signaling
1: yeah he was it was a dramatic moment saying now i can go outside and take my mask off
3: okay well what do you think are we making too much of this ed
1: uh i think we're pr-
0: Personally, I think we're making too much of what what, (laughs) uh,
3: what President
0: President Biden was saying. I I don't mind what what we're talking about. I mean, there is a lot of virtue signaling going on, and it makes no sense. I think what was most important is what Tucker Carlson was saying, and that is that uh, you are going to have your life uh, restricted, if you don't get vaccinated
3: from here till the Lord comes back, that's, even though the left doesn't believe the Lord's coming back. But anyway, <laughs> that's go ahead. right.
0: Just like your life was restricted when if you didn't want to wear the mask, when you went into one of the big box stores, you couldn't go in. Yeah, I think I think there's going to be. And because human nature being what it is, I think there'll be a market for fake vaccination uh, cards. I, I got a vaccination. gave you a little mm, card. Well, I'm
3: selling those now. Uh, <laughs> if you want to meet me out by my car, they're in the trunk. But uh, anyway, I, I know. No, seriously. That, the, the, yeah. All,
0: all it is is a uh, little card with uh, a scribble for the name yeah. of where I got it and a, a an
1: initial for. You know, uh, but get, you but you know how the government's going to get around that? Uh,
3: bingo! I know what Fred's going to say. Uh, Database.
1: Stamping the of stamp the forehead, stamping the on the hand. Uh, some kind, of, oh.
3: uh, like a mark of the beast type thing. Yeah, I, yep. I don't, uh, I don't think so. You don't believe in mean, the mark?
1: I, no, no,
0: I do. I understand what you're
3: okay, saying. Okay, it's on you. Email don't... Ed, everybody. <laughs> Fred no, and I believe I in the Bible. I
0: don't think they're going to go. I
3: <laughs> go ahead, wow. Ed. Okay, on your own.
0: Um, uh... <laughs>
3: <laughs> you got about a minute and a half to, okay. sa- to save your career.
0: No, what I am saying, while I certainly believe what the Bible okay. teaches, right. I do not think this time around the uh, COVID vaccine is going to get that kind of treatment. Maybe the next well, next thing.
3: Yeah, I, I would tell you what's more likely than what to happen than what Fred's talking about, even though that down the road. Oh, well, you don't that, believe the Bible that, either? That, no. <laughs> Uh, touche. Okay, is a, some kind of a national database hmm. that, where they yeah. punch your name, like when you like a like when you go to fly, they punch your name, and if you're on a no-fly uh, list, they say, "Sorry, Mister, you can't get on the plane." When
0: I got my vaccine, yeah. they asked for my mother's maiden name. What? They asked for my mother's maiden name. I said, "She's been dead since 1996. That's okay. We just we just need it." So
3: I uh, was asked that earlier.
0: A, a database prompt, sure. That makes sense. Yeah. They'll, database. they'll keep me yeah. separate from another Ed yeah, yeah, because of my mom's maiden yeah. name.
3: All right, we've got to take a break right here for uh, news. And uh, when we return, Steve Jordan, will tag team with Brother Fred here. Fred, thank you for yeah, your contributions and right. for believing in the Bible, Fred. <laughs> and standing with me, standing with Tim, Brother Tim. We'll be back in five minutes. See you then. <laughs>